0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Beauty of Birth podcast. Today, I'm here with Bethany. Hi. She is from out west in Washington State, and that's where I met her a long time ago. Like We've been friends for about 10 years, if not yeah. a little more, and we've been friends for a long time. So anyways, if you could tell us a little bit about yourself and your family, that would be great.
1: Yeah. Um, I am 24 years old. Um, I married my husband about three and a half years ago, and we live in a tiny house out in the country. Um, We like outdoorsy stuff, anything like hiking and camping. We love to be outside doing stuff. And yeah, we live in the house since my son has been born, actually like a year before my son was born. (laughs) So we kind of got used to the small space and then had a baby and it's working
0: really good that's great what do you guys like to do for fun oh uh we are
1: really into like hiking and camping um we like just like spending a lot of family time together like exploring new places and just having fun outside together
0: <laughs> Aw, that's great And you built the tiny house, right? Did you say that when you
1: said that? Oh, I don't think I said that, that. no. But yeah, my husband built the whole thing from the ground up and it's pretty amazing.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's, it's it's really nice. So, it's really cool. Thanks. (laughs) Okay, so we will jump into talking about your pregnancy. Yeah. Um,
1: We got pregnant back in June of last year. uh, It was really, really unexpected. (laughs) Um, And I was kind of in denial for it for a while. So by the time I figured out that I was pregnant, I was ready like five or six weeks along. Just cause it's like, oh, like, no, like there's no way. I'm just late, like it's fine. (laughs) Um, But when I did find out, um, my husband works away from home And so I figured out during the middle of the week when he's gone. And so I had to wait like several days for my husband to come home because I'm not going to tell him over the phone, you know. And so I told him when he came home and we were both just like really surprised and very emotional. Um, It was a lot of fun.
0: (laughs) Um, Um, Why were you so surprised? We
1: were both kind of told that we wouldn't really have kids and so like we hadn't really been doing much to prevent having children and so like almost two years of marriage and then all of a sudden we get pregnant (laughs) it was just like really random but yeah very thankful it was really scary in the beginning because it was like whoa like this was unexpected and we live in a tiny house and I was in the middle of going to school um, down in Seattle, which we're about an hour north. So I would drive after work twice a week and and go down for classes down in Seattle. And so it was kind of just like a really big, like, whoa like this changes a lot because we had like a lot of different plans, but God's good and just decided that we needed some change.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It seems that way. (laughs) (laughs) um so what were your pregnant what was your pregnancy like um the beginning of it was I was pretty sick like most
1: of the time like very very sick I um threw up a lot and was just like nauseous so like I ate a lot of like oranges and like chips (laughs) just because like that's like really all that like settled me um I slept a lot like throughout the whole thing. Like, I could come home from work, take a nap before I make dinner, and then sleep all night. And just a lot, a lot of sleeping, which was actually really nice. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But no, it was, it was good. Um, Towards like the middle, like, I wasn't sick between like weeks 18 to 30. So I had like a nice window. Where I wasn't sick, and that was like through the holidays and stuff like that. So oh, that was nice, really nice. But then towards the end, I started getting more nauseous again. Um, but I never really like threw up towards the end. I don't think. I don't think okay. I did. Um. But yeah, I I didn't really have any like big pregnancy problems besides the nausea.
0: What about sleep? Really nice. How was your sleep? Um,
1: in the beginning, I slept a ton. And, but like after like after I hit thirty weeks, I started having insomnia more, mm-hmm. and like getting up to use the bathroom a lot during the night. And so like it it definitely changed towards the towards the end. Um, but I I feel like I slept pretty good. I had a pregnancy pillow, which I think was
0: <laughs> pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I heard those are really nice. I never actually used one, but
1: oh really? I've heard yeah. that they're
0: I, they're I nice. loved it.
1: Seth would, like, take it away from me during the night sometimes.
0: <laughs> He's like, I want this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. How bad was your insomnia?
1: Um, It wasn't terrible. Like, it was mostly because I had to get up in the bathroom, and then I, like, didn't really settle very right. good after yeah. that. Like, it would maybe be, like, an hour, an hour and a half, and I would just kind of, like, lay there. And okay. Like, rowing would kind of be, like, kicking around and... So like that didn't really help much when he was running out of room, but you no, know, it wasn't it wasn't terrible. Yeah,
0: that's that's not too bad.
1: No, I'm thankful because like I didn't gain like a lot of weight during my pregnancy either. Um, or I had like a ton of like stretch marks on my belly.
0: Oh nice. I had a few Cheers. but not a ton. <laughs> <laughs> I had a few too. You're a pretty skinny mini though, so that's not too surprising. No. I got um, pretty big
1: towards the end, too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it really shows when you're – I feel like it just shows so much more when you're, like, even more thin. Yeah. Because just like, what is this big belly? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's like you're fine – um, I used to work in a hospital, and so my patients, they would see me from behind, and I would turn around, and it would just be, like, this big belly, and they're always <laughs> like, whoa. Like,
0: I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Okay, well, I guess we'll just go right into your birth story now. Then, if you want yeah. to just tell it, take it away.
1: Okay, so I was due March twenty-seven, um, but I started going into labor March twenty-second, which was a Sunday. Um, my contractions started about like twelve thirty in the afternoon, and it was—they were very mild. Like I could tell they weren't Braxton Hicks, but they were very, very mild contractions, and my like, I kind of, like, timed them just a little bit, and they were pretty close together, um, but it, they were so light that I wasn't really, like, worried about it, and my husband and I had been wanting to do this road trip that we wanted to get done before the baby was born, and so I was like, we need to do this now, like, we need to go. And so while I was in labor, <laughs> we decided to do this three-hour road trip it's, uh, on the mountain loop highway, which was really beautiful. Um, but like, as we were like driving out there, we weren't very far from the house, but I had like a pretty big contraction and I was like, maybe we should go back and get the hospital bed just in case, like <laughs> just in case. And so we like came back and like cleaned the house really well, like did the dishes, made our bed. And, like, grabbed our hospital stuff just in case. And we left again. And then we came back at around, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. And I was still having contractions. um, But they, like, still, like, weren't, like, super severe. Um, And so, like, I was like, I should probably time these more. And so we made some food and started playing settlers while I was timing my
0: contractions. (laughs) (laughs) It's just so funny. You're just doing all these things.
1: I just, like, didn't want to think about it, because I was like, no, it's probably not, you know? (laughs) Um, And so they were about, like, one and a half to two minutes apart, lasting between, like, 25 and 45 seconds at that point already. And so I called the hospital, and they're like, "Uh, yeah, like, you need to come in, because you're like, like, those are pretty close together. Um, But, like, they were still pretty light to me. Like, I didn't really feel like they were very severe at all. And so I got to the hospital about like six thirty, and they checked me, and I was only like one centimeter dilated, which I was like really disappointed. Oh about my god! Yeah. I, like, I just labored for like six hours and like nothing's changed. <laughs> but they said that he was like really, really low. Um, and they had been telling me that for a couple of weeks, but they're like, Yeah, he's like right, like really low. And they're like, You must be uncomfortable sitting like because he's like right there. And I'm like, Yeah, I just took a three hour road trip. And, wasn't very uncomfortable but okay (laughs) um but so because i was only at one centimeters they're like well we're not sure if like this is it or not so like we're gonna keep you for two hours and see if anything changed well then like checking me stimulated like my contractions to go into like overdrive (laughs) and so like they kept us for two hours um so, after that, at about, like, 8.30, they checked me again, and I was between four and five, and my contractions were, like, a lot closer together. They were a lot longer and a lot stronger. And so, they're like, yeah, like, this is definitely it. Like, you just, you know, went from, like, one to almost five in two hours. Like, that's, wow. that's definitely something. And so, they admitted me. Um, and so, I started getting, like, really sick at that point. Like, I was... Like I don't I don't think I was throwing up quite yet, but um I was definitely uncomfortable and like I wanted to move the whole time. Like I was like walking around our room because this was just the beginning of COVID. So like we weren't allowed to leave our rooms and like walk the Mm -hmm. halls and stuff. And so like I was walking around the room, um, doing lots of squats like during my contractions. Like that that felt really nice. Um I bounced on the ball for a little bit. I went inside the bathtub for a little while but I was in there for maybe like two contractions and I was like I can't be in here get me out like this isn't good which I was like <laughs> kind of bummed about because I was like really excited to labor in the bathtub for some reason
0: mm, yeah. but
1: it just wasn't happening <laughs> um so by like eleven twenty, um I they checked me again and I was between like a seven and an eight and so like I was like starting transition but like I was also like shaking really bad and like Mm. throwing up a lot more. (laughs) And so like, I was going back and forth quite a bit on like, like, should I get the epidural? Should I not? Because like, I didn't really know how long my labor would be because my, like most of my families had like longer labors and I was like, I, I can't, I won't have the strength to push if like it keeps going like this because I was just getting like so weak. Um, so we decided to get the epidural, um, and the anesthesiologist who came in and did it, he was so nice and just like really informative and like told me everything about it. And I, I kind of knew a lot about it already, but he was just like really, really sweet and very kind. And I got it and it was like completely painless. Like, Oh, like some people say that they can feel it go in and stuff like that, but I didn't feel anything. Um, But, yeah, like, as soon as he did it, like, it was, like, eased off right away. But I could still feel the contractions, which was really weird. Like, I wasn't expecting that. But I could still feel, like, everything. It just didn't hurt. So, like, I could feel, like, when it was coming on and, like, when it let off and stuff like that. So, it was nice for them because, like, I could still tell them what was going on. Um, and then... So, like, they kind of settled us in for the night because I was like, if I get the epidural, then I could, like, sleep for a little bit and then, you know, be a little bit more refreshed for pushing. Mm -hmm. And so they settled us in. And during the night, um, I don't remember exactly what time it was, but they ended up giving me a catheter because of how long I was still taking. And um, catheters are like, they're like normal medical procedures. Like, they're not that big of a deal. But to me, I was like, freaking out about it and so <laughs> I almost fainted when they gave it to me oh my. Um, like my blood pressure like dropped and my pulse was in the 200s and I was like they were oh like gosh. asking me and I was, I was like yeah like I feel really sick like I don't really feel good but I didn't want to wake Seth up because I was just like let him sleep so that like I could sleep later
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. um
1: so like they did that, and I didn't even feel anything. I don't know why I was freaking out. I think it was just the thought of it. Um, but then um, they checked me at like four in the morning, and like nothing had really changed. So they decided to break my water, um, since like things hadn't moved at all since getting the epidural, and so they did that. And by the time, like, they did that, I could also, like, move my legs a little bit more. So I was, like, wiggling my hips, like, trying to, like, get movement to, like, move the baby down and stuff like that. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Um, And then my water started turning um, colors because he pooped inside of me, which was very very nice. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And then they checked me about, like, 6 in the morning, and I was already at 10 centimeters and so they're just like all right like just let us know when you want to like start pushing and I looking back I think I did have the urge to push but I just didn't want to like I was in denial (laughs) I was like no I'm just not ready yet like this is fine and so the doctor came in at like eight o'clock in the morning and she's like all right it's time to have a baby like let's do it and so she, like, sets me up and everything, and, um, like, the pediatricians came in, they're like, just in case, because we saw that, like, he, he pooped, and so, like, sometimes they can aspirate that, and so, like, they had the pediatrician there, just in case, um, something happened with him, but, um, pushing, like, I felt everything, all, like, the burning, <laughs> and, and all of that, <laughs> um, and so, it didn't take very long, but I was also puking during my pushing, and they said that oh, shoot. actually, like when I was throwing up and pushing, is like when I made the most progress. So <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> um, so I was doing that, and by eight twenty three, he was born, um, and he had the cord wrapped around him a little bit um, when I was pushing his. Pulse would drop a little bit so they did give me some oxygen and like just in case they weren't too concerned about it but they're just like yeah he's like they, they think he, that it was wrapped around him yeah and it was when he came out and yeah then he was born and they laid him right on my chest and
0: oh
1: yeah it was really sweet he was crying and he, he, he like, came out and he was like ma like that was like his first sound that he made <gasps> was like a like a crying ma
0: and it was so
1: cute. <laughs> Aww. Wow. And then yeah. And pretty much like right after that, uh, my placenta came, which I felt more than like him coming out, which was really, really weird. Yeah. I don't know if because like I wasn't like in the pushing zone, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt it a lot more. But yeah, I, um, he came out and then um I don't know if your midwives did this, but uh, like a couple minutes after they would like push on my stomach to like, yes. help with clotting, that honestly hurt worse than anything I ever had <laughs> during my like. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like wow. Like it hurt so bad, and then um, she said I was kind of like cleaning up down there, and I did I did tear very very slight. Not enough for okay. stitch, but she did the doctor did like really amazing and like helping me stretch and stuff like that, so that I wouldn't tear because I told her that I was really terrified of tearing oh <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, he was born, and um then they weighed him, and he was seven fifteen um they weighed him after he pooped on me as well, so I'm thinking he was actually over eight pounds, but he like pooped twice during all of that, so yeah <laughs> seven fifteen.
0: <laughs> Did you did you know that he what his gender was? Yes, I did. We knew pretty
1: like as soon as we could find out, I don't know, like twenty weeks. I was like, We have had enough surprises with being pregnant, like I don't want any more surprises. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so true. It's just so exciting to find out, I think.
1: Yeah, but, yeah. It was it was a lot of fun. I I had my coworker like make us this really cute like announcement. Um so that like Seth then I could open it over dinner together, and it was, like, so sweet of her to do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. So you had midwives? Um, I, the,
1: in, during the birth center, I had doctors, but I saw both midwives and doctors throughout my pregnancy. Okay. And I guess most of the people who were taking care of me were nurses in the hospital.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. How long was your birth altogether? Like how long was your labor? Sorry.
1: From twelve thirty the day before to eight twenty-three the next day.
0: So okay. it was about
1: it was quite quite a set, but most of that like like for at least six hours of that wasn't very extreme.
0: Right. Because they, the contractions weren't very big. <laughs> right, yeah. So you got some rest in there. I which did. Is good. Yeah. So was, what did you name him? His name is Rowan Atlas Angersma. So sweet. How old is he now? He is seven months. Yeah. Wow. Like just
1: maybe like, yeah, seven months and like two weeks. He's just about getting ready to crawl. Mm-hmm. So, oh, sweet. so sweet. That's so sweet. <laughs> Definitely has his <laughs> pocket stubbornness. <laughs> I just hear you yelling in the background. So, <laughs> playing with him.
0: <laughs> so cute. Uh, okay, so how was your postpartum and breastfeeding? Um, oh,
1: <laughs> postpartum, like, right away, I was, like, really swollen, and, like, I just didn't really want to, like, look or explore much down there, so, like, I, I think I probably didn't clean as well as I should have afterwards, um, but I was pretty sore for quite a few weeks, um, and, like very sleepy. Like I just wanted to be in bed most of the time. Um, but that I recovered that pretty quick and I was fine after that physically, um, breastfeeding. (laughs) Um, so we actually ended up staying in the hospital for a few days after Rowan was born because he didn't, um, eat very well (laughs) and he wouldn't pee. So, we had to stay there for a while and then they scheduled us a doctor's appointment for the next morning after we left. So it was like three days after he was born that we went and saw the doctor. And he was like, Okay, like he's getting a little jaundice, and his numbers had gone quite up since the hospital. Mm-hmm. So um they recommended us doing some supplementing, doing some formula, and we came home and he we made a little bottle for him and he hugged it. He was so hungry, like, so, and so, like, that was very emotional for me because it was, like, I was just starving my newborn son, like, it was a little emotional, (laughs) Um, and so, uh, breastfeeding, I was very excited about, and, um, Ended up having a really hard time with it, actually. Um, I breastfed him for five weeks before I decided to stop. Um, I just was never able to produce enough that he was satisfied. Um, Mm -hmm. And doing, um, there's a test that you can do where you pump some milk and you put it in the fridge for a couple hours and then it separates and you can see the fat and then like the more clearer um, milk. And mine was pretty much clear, like, the whole thing. So, like, I wasn't producing enough fat for him. Like, I could feed him from me. Like, I could pump five ounces from me, which, is five ounces is a lot for, like, a less than a five-week-old baby. And then, like, half an hour later, I would give him a bottle because it just wasn't satisfying for him. So, like, I ended up stopping. And it was honestly, like, a very, very big stress for me. Um, It gave me a lot of anxiety and um just a lot of you know a lot of those emotions and um yeah I think deciding to stop was healthy for me yeah and it it definitely like took a big stress off and I'm like kind of a control freak of a person (laughs) so like (laughs) Like I really wanted to know how much milk I was making, so I was pumping a lot and then feeding mm-hmm. him what I pumped, and then it was like, "Oh, maybe I should stop doing this, but then, like I don't know it it was just really hard for me, and i don't I don't I wish I could have fed him from me, but i I think this is like I tried my best, yeah, I
0: guess <laughs> exactly,
1: and i I had the goal like I would tried to breastfeed until my birthday, and I did and which was in may and so I made my goal, and I was like, you know what it's it's time to let it go and mm-hmm. around that time, I also had my um six week checkup and because of like everything that was going on, um they do like, like a uh what do you call it? Like a depression screening, I guess. And I Mm -hmm. actually scored a little high on that. And they wanted to put me on some antidepressants, but I was like, I'm not depressed. Like I'm just like extremely anxious. Like, I don't know if I'm feeding my child. I don't know how to make him full from me. Like it was just really stressful. And like, because of COVID, like I couldn't like go in and meet with the lactation consultants and stuff like that. And Mm. so it was just... A very stressful situation and yeah a lot of anxiety and like now it's a lot it's a lot better but those first five weeks were very rough
0: <laughs> yeah <gasps> a lot of emotions already and then it's just like adding yeah. that to it it's not yeah fun.
1: and like my my hormones were like pretty <laughs> crazy after giving birth too so <sighs> it was like that probably didn't add up to it
0: <laughs> yeah how was is- Letting your milk dry out.
1: Um, so the day when I went in, um, it was like, I was like starting to like fade out breastfeeding. And I had a clogged duct, which was very, very painful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the doctor like showed me how to like massage it out and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And as she was doing that, like, uh, like the milk that came out was like tinged with blood.
0: no it was like
1: really painful and so she was like just like wear like the tightest bra that you can and like try not to like expose it to like heat so like try not to like have like the water from the shower hitting it and stuff like that like okay she's just like just try to have it like tight and then that was fine um I was able to like express milk for several months after actually and I think I finally, like, stopped doing that. But it was kind of weird because I'm like, shouldn't this be, like, gone by now? Yeah.
0: Oh, I'm <laughs> um, surprised. Yeah.
1: It was mostly, like, colostrum. So. Okay. But it was still, like, this is really weird. Like, my, my hormones were still probably a little weird. Yeah. That's why. But,
0: yeah. And you said you ended up getting mastitis as well, right? Um, no, I just had the clogged duct. Wow.
1: But still not fun. Yeah. <laughs>
0: no no that's not fun
1: yeah and change with blood
0: how does the blood like where's the blood coming from
1: i'm there was like there was a name for it it was like something that it like caused like a clot in there
0: i don't know oh okay
1: i'm not i'm not very sure
0: so (laughs) what advice would you have for moms um i would say
1: definitely like enjoy the small quiet moments that you have with them. Like, because my husband's gone from Monday morning to like Thursday night, sometimes Friday morning, um, I have a lot of like downtime and quiet time with my baby. And in a sense, like, it made a huge bond. And so it was just really nice to have that like small quiet time where it's just me and him.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: like, it was I don't know. It was just very very nice, and I, like I really got to know my baby really well.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And, and another thing is like don't be afraid to hold him for naps because you won't be able to do that for very long.
0: <laughs> exactly, that is so true. Honestly, yeah.
1: and really really take advantage when they can sleep anywhere.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, that's so nice. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: know, like Rowan's definitely at the point where he's like he sleeps in his crib most yeah like, like 98% of the time and so it's like can't really do as much as we used to when he was younger because he doesn't just sleep anywhere
0: <laughs> Finn is the same like he'll sleep if I if I rock him yeah but that's about it
1: yeah same with Rowan or he'll take a really really long time to fall asleep
0: well thank you so much for coming on the podcast yeah thank. great you to have you <laughs>
1: it was a lot of fun to reminisce and look back
0: <laughs> yeah and I love your story and how you went on a road trip when you were in labor <laughs> I, I still can't uh, believe I did that but <laughs> yeah I would I would not do that <laughs> probably but I'm glad that it all went well in the end Thank and you have your wonderful baby yeah we're both
1: happy and healthy
0: <laughs> that's great that's all you can ask for yeah okay well Thank you for listening to Beauty of Birth podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Theme song brought to you by my husband, Joel Pennings, playing on the bass guitar and myself playing the electric piano.